Hello, it's a Friday edition of Top Stories, the Bugles raid into its own archives. And after a week looking back at the early era Bugles, let's turn our attention to 2016 and Bugle 4006, the first ever All Zaltzman showdown with me, Andy, and my sister, Helen. Top Story this week, and we have a special revival section. Um, the Bugle being you know, the, an, an example of a show that has revived from the near near death it's the Lazarus of podcasts isn't yeah, it uh, absolutely um, in that it probably should have been left in the ground no 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 not like that at all and some amazing revivals this week Tony Blair yep who'd have thought uh, that kid would come back yes back in the public eye um, him and the Gilmore Girls back the same week having both ended in May 2007 wow mm. uncanny I mean just can you just fill in some of the gaps that, there for me the, the Gilmore Girls I'm not entirely familiar well, with uh, the Gilmore Girls the, was over. it was a popular TV comedy drama that right. ran from 2000 to 2007 about a single mother and her daughter. And uh, the final season was uh, quite controversial because she uh, waged war in Iraq based on a sexed up dossier about weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> <laughs> and and this is this is this is coming back after the. Um... It's, it's come back on Netflix. Right. Uh, for ninety minute specials, um, erasing that part of history. Right. Um, and also uh, implementing a task force to try and put the brakes on Brexit. That's what the Gilmore <laughs> Girls is up to. It's subtext. Right. Uh, well, thanks for bringing that to my attention. You are you know, the, the Bugle's new correspondent for the entirety of womankind. Thanks. Um, but also for anything to do with uh, culture from less than, uh, from basically after I was born. <laughs> yeah, I think that's when culture really kicked in. <laughs> Also, I'm self-employed and I work at home, so I've seen a lot of television. Um, Blair is, as I said, back in the public eye, and the British public has responded uh, by saying, oh, I think there's something in my eye. Oh, it really stings. I, th- I think it's some kind of a- aggressive conjunctivitis. Maybe a wasp. It feels like I've been stabbed in the... Re- oh, no, it's, it's Tony Blair. Uh, it's just... I'm just going to gouge my eye out and hope it will be fine. He's back, Helen. He is back. Here to save centrist politics. <laughs> Well, this this is his this is his claim that the I mean the former European warmongering champion, which admittedly is not a title that has the cachet that it once did, um, is returning to life, uh, public life, um, uh, with a new organisation, as you said, aimed at coaxing the world away from the crazy extremes of politics that it seems to have embraced recently, both the crazy left wing and the crazy right wing, back to the ground that Blair made his own, the f-ing crazy middle ground. Um, he was very yeah you know, very much the consensus. Of crazy, are you are you pleased to see him back? It shows how bad things have got that I kind of am. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> that mean, is terrifying. Yes, could it be George George W. Bush next? Maybe he could be a compromise. Between... I'm almost nostalgic for GWB. Yeah, I mean, he seems like uh, such a benevolent idiot in comparison <laughs> to what is about to happen. Um, Blair has admitted that if he does, I mean, he's not aiming at a f- return to. Frontline politics. He yet. says, but he hasn't really made explicit what he is aiming for. So he's got two plans. He's got a new Twitter feed, I think, isn't he? Is that, it? <laughs> is that the extent of it? He's running the We Rate Dogs Twitter feed. <laughs> is there? I mean, it, it, and that is a very clever campaign, right? Um, you rate dogs. 
Oh, have you not seen that? No. I mean, what do you, what do you rate them on? I mean, is you, it just you, on their looks? D- I mean, I hate that dogness. objectification of, of, of dogs. It's got to stop. Well, then you're not going to like Tony Blair's new campaign. Right. <laughs> he's, got, he's got two plans, it seems. One of them is uh, solidifying the centre of politics again, and the other is to team up with Virgin to try and get a second referendum. Right. But, but that's led by Alan Milburn, the former health secretary. Right, yes. I mean... Another revival. <laughs> I mean, the Milburn revival was always bound to happen. Oh. It's like, it's like Elvis, isn't it, in the 70s? And Bob Geldof's involved, so maybe they're doing another Band-Aid single. Right. It's just they couldn't get any pop stars. They've got Alan Milburn and Nick Clegg instead. Can Alan Milburn sing? Who knows? <laughs> right. I mean, Does in, it in, matter? A, in a musical sense rather than the conf- confessing to <laughs> mafia threats sense. Did- didn't stop the uh, the people who are in the late eighties uh, band aid single who are all stock Aikman Waterman Ooh, uh, artists. Take take that. They would pop admit stars. it now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Virgin has uh, allegedly offered money and legal advice and some office space. So do you think they just uh, cleaned out their cupboard that had all the old TiVos in? That <laughs> this is an interesting one. That I, I mean, I can't see a second Brexit referendum happening, partly because the situation we currently have uh, is. An unelected prime minister with an unelected cabinet. That's democracy. Putting policies at... But but despite that, no one, almost no one, wants another a general election. So I don't think as a nation we could face a second referendum unless it was you know, a snap referendum held you know, four hours after the announcement. Like the, the Indian currency story that we talked about last week when they announced the withdrawal of the banknotes at 8pm and they ceased to be legal tender at 12pm. I mean, why wait? I think that's the only kind of democracy we would take in this country now because it was was the campaigning that people... I think that that irritated people. So if you could remove that, Mm -hmm. remove any of the arguments and talking from democracy. So people have to vote on instinct. Which is what is happening now anyway, because who needs expertise and facts? Well, exactly. Post-truth world, Andy. That's so, why you're doing so well. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, or or do you, do you mean have a second referendum four hours after the first referendum? So like a regret referendum. A regret referendum. That's yeah. a nice term. Um, it's a, a, is that a term that you've just made up? I've, it's it's only just become useful, right? When when you introduce this concept. I mean, is this because you you do the illusionist is you know sort of linguistics yeah. etymology. I mean, you now just basically making up words that you can talk about in your own show. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, because I'll run out at some point because there are only a few hundred thousand <laughs> in English. Plan. Yep. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I've got a plan for the future. Right. Um, but I used to enjoy portmanteaus until Brexit happened and uh, <laughs> portmanteaus broke the country. Well, it's a foreign word, isn't it? Coming over here. <laughs> They're um... all foreign words in English. <laughs> Shut up! You're not allowed to say that kind of thing these days. Um, but that's a, that's an interesting idea. The idea that you should have a an instant. Second, you know, second chance referendum. Yeah, it's like it's like the uh, the twenty eight day cooling off period when you buy something. Yes, should the second referendum happen after the result of the first referendum is known, or should you just have to vote at the interval of you know you vote at eight a.m. and then at say four p.m. if there's an eight hour cooling off period. Well, four p.m. you're often in a bit of a post lunch sleepy slump. So how is that going to affect your politics? Right, more right wing, more left wing. I don't know, did the polling show any figures on that, on the dangers of voting snoozy? I don't think they have uh, done the data analysis on that, but they should. They should. I mean, Uh, essentially, a coffee shortage could completely change the way people vote. Is that what happened in America? Was there 
Were the Republicans secretly stashing coffee supplies to make people slightly irritable on voting day? <laughs> we need to be told. Well, they had to queue up for hours. So yeah. if they weren't irritable before, they were going to be irritable after that. Ah, so that's the conspiracies. They were queuing up. They made the queue so long that the caffeine would have worn off. Mm. Yeah, there's, you know, this result is not going to stand, I'm telling you. Blair uh, did say that um, he, he said he's not wanting to return to frontline politics because... The media, he said, would go into, quote, destroy mode. Now, go into is an interesting way of putting it. They are in it. They are stuck in it permanently. There is about as much chance in 2016 of the media, or, well, bits of the media, not being in destroy mode as there is of a shark going into vegetarian mode. It is not <laughs> It is not going to happen. I don't know. Lots of ridiculous things have happened this year they said couldn't happen, so maybe sharks will just be all about tofu now. Right. Can't discount anything. <laughs> And John Major just made a comeback as well. I haven't heard him, I haven't heard anything from him since about 1992, even though he was in power for five years after that. <laughs> yes, well, I think that the electorate reflected that in 1997. And, um, and then suddenly he's trending on Twitter now because he made up the phrase "the tyranny of the majority" to oh, describe. Oh, that's a nice phrase. Yeah. It is a nice phrase, but he said the 48 percent of people that voted against Brexit shouldn't be dictated to by the tyranny of the majority, and uh, the Sun. So, oh, tyranny of the majority. He's a blah, blah. Um, so I think the phrase is <laughs> down. That was an excellent impression of a newspaper. <laughs> I was trying to get the size of font on the front page <laughs> uh, to express their fury. Um, but um, he's saying the tyranny of the majority is never applied in a democracy and it should not apply in this particular democracy. Does that make sense or does it just sound good? It doesn't matter. Great. Doesn't That's matter. the world we live You're in. You're the linguistics expert. It doesn't matter, does it? doesn't have to make sense. What's John so, Major been doing for the last 20 years? Uh, well, books. watching a lot of cricket, I think. Are you pals? Have you ever met him? Uh, I've never met John Major, no. Um, but I feel we have a spiritual connection unrelated <laughs> to politics. Um, huge, huge cricket fan. Uh, and, you know, that's why... You know, that's what, I think that's why he won the 92 election. Because <laughs> English cricket was going through a tough phase. And we thought, we can't risk having a Welsh Prime Minister because the... Uh, and the English cricket team could suffer, so we kept it in the safe hands of Major. And sure enough, the following following year, we uh, we lost to Pakistan two one. So it doesn't really stack up. Pat. Things are so clear in hindsight, aren't yep. they? Thank you, Buglers. Now go and watch some sports. I know I will. More top stories next week. And don't forget to come to my Satirist for Hire live shows from the thirteenth to the eighteenth of November in Leeds, Bath, Brighton, Tunbridge Wells, Cardiff, and Worcester. See you at all of them, and do send in your satirical requests to satirise this at satiristforhire.com. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. <laughs>